Manifestation involves a little more than just saying what you want to happen and then leaving it up to positive vibes. You may want to listen to this episode to find out what I mean when I say this isn't about faking it till you make it, but about faith in it till you make it. But what do I know? What manifestation is, but more importantly, what manifestation is not? Because I think a lot of people think it's I say something and then it's, it's just going to happen. But I think that there's a little bit more to it than that. So I'm going to give you the floor to explain. Thankfully, <laughs> there's a little bit more than that, because otherwise, like a lot of the negative things we've said to ourselves would ruin us. Um, so I'm going to definitely start with what it's not. It's not just, hey, universe, uh, I would really love a million dollars and to marry Drake and um, to live in the south of France. This is But What Do I Know podcast with Chit Suzanne, a space for affirming, for learning, and for healing. A podcast and community where we're exploring our But What Do I Know moments in hopes that it helps you, the listener, overcome yours. You ready? Welcome, everyone, to another episode of the But What Do I Know podcast. I'm your host, Chit Suzanne, and I just want to welcome you all to not just another episode, but a brand new season, season three, episode one. We're back. We're back. We, we're, we're back. We're back on the mic. We're back. We're, we're, we're back. We're back on the mic. But yes, we are back. So before we get right into things, if this is your first time tuning in and listening to this podcast, thank you for stopping by and for listening. Hope you'll enjoy this episode and what you hear. Make sure that you are liking, commenting, subscribing on whatever platform it is you used to listen, especially if that platform is Apple Podcast or Spotify. And if you've already been rocking with us, you've already been listening, you're in the know, Thank you so much for continuing to listen and support the podcast. It is appreciated. All right. So with that being said, it's been a minute since we, you know, released an episode. So let's see. What are the holidays I have to catch up on? I hope you all had a wonderful holiday period back in December. You know, I hope you um, had a safe and restful holiday. Hope 2022 is off to a good, productive start. Oh, let's see what else. For the Black listeners, I hope Black History Month was a wonderful and reflective month for you. And then we are currently in Women's History Month. So to all the women, happy Women's History Month. You know, I hope you take this month to just reflect on how dope, how creative, and how amazing you are. All right. So with that being said, let's go ahead and get into our cluing segment for this episode. All right. So before we get into our cluing segment for this episode, I honestly just wanted to say thank you to all the listeners of this podcast. You know, we've been on our usual seasonal break and I was looking at the numbers a few days ago while I was editing and those numbers didn't stay stagnant throughout our break. You know, y'all were still listening. For those who may not know, the podcast was spotlighted on Apple Podcasts for Black History Month. 
and you know some good things have been happening behind the scenes so i just want to say thank you to you know everyone who listens who offers feedback who is engaged it honestly means a lot and um it just goes to show that we are just building such an amazing community around this podcast and my heart is so 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 full so i just thought i would share that with you all all right clue in segment we're gonna start off with some international news <sighs> some heavy news so as you may know we're currently witnessing a war in europe russia invaded ukraine a few weeks ago and I'm not going to dive into all the technicalities of of the reasoning behind it and 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 you know what goes on when a country invades another sovereign nation and so on but I think what's important to share is just this is just a show of greed you know if if I look at how big Russia is they're they're definitely not lacking in land and as a leader I would definitely say you have more than enough land you have your hands full of a country to govern and you do not need any more right so i think it's just a show of of greed of what can happen when power corrupts and it's honestly really sad it's just really 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 sad and what's been also really sad to watch is how mainstream media sort of in their reporting of this war sort of they've sort of crafted this narrative of we can't believe this is happening because it's not happening to to Africans or to Middle Easterns, but it's happening to Europeans, blonde hair, blue eyed Europeans. And we're just so shocked that it's happening. And watching those reportings have just been making me sick. Like, wow, white supremacy really just has done a number on us, you know, and then to see to see the black people, you know, African students, Afro-Ukrainians that have had a really hard time seeking refuge from a war because of racism has just been like, you can't be black anywhere in this world. Like, it's crazy. You know, it's just been really, really sad to to watch all of it. And it just it adds this layer of as a black person, you're sitting there analyzing this and you're thinking to yourself, okay, there's a war going on. You know, I'm feeling my heart goes out to Ukrainians. It's so sad what's going on. And then you see that your people are seeking refuge and are being denied refuge because of the color of their skin. And then it adds this other layer of complexity like, damn, now like you're making it hard for me to feel feel sorry for you, you know? So my heart goes out to Ukrainians. This is definitely just a sad situation. And I just pray every day that this does not escalate any further. We do not need another world war. Like, ugh. We're just starting to see the light at the end of the tunnel with this pandemic. This is definitely not what we need right now. So my heart goes out to Ukrainians. My heart goes out to, you know, the black people seeking refuge in Ukraine and Eastern Europe right now. My heart goes out to you. I would definitely be putting out resources on our Instagram page at BWDIK podcast and on the episode description as well. For all those who want to, you know, read further, see what you can do, see where you can donate. You know, these international affairs can be confusing. So I'll definitely put in some resources to help simplify what's currently going on, because it might seem like it's far away. But trust me, we're already seeing it in our gas prices. And I know it's just gas prices that does not compare to what they're going through. But we're all interconnected. So please do not think that just because it happens over there, it can't happen here. Whew, all right, let's see if we can lighten this up a little bit. So on a more local front here in Ontario. Last week, 
we did see that COVID restrictions are gradually being lifted. I'm saying gradually. (laughs) That's a really light word. The government said uh, vaccine passports, what are those? You know, those are those are gone here in the province of Ontario. So if you are not vaccinated, you can now go into non-essential businesses, including restaurants, and you can enjoy yourself and eat indoor without having to, you know, show proof of vaccination. So it looks like we are really seeing the light at the end of this tunnel. I'm hoping that this doesn't cause an increase in cases, but um More importantly, I'm also interested to see how as a society we carve out some sort of a new normal for ourselves. I'm seeing a lot of rush to get back to the old normal in terms of work, in terms of just certain things. I'm like, we really should be thinking about how to make it better for ourselves. And so I'm hoping that humans can learn from pre-COVID and and fix certain things. But uh, only time will tell. So we'll see. (laughs) All right. So that is... With regards to COVID restrictions being lifted here in the province of Ontario. All right, so we're going to get straight into our song of the week. It is Women's History Month. And so for our episodes in this month of March, I'm going to share songs that have, you know, different themes related to women empowerment and embracing your womanhood, whatever that may mean to you. So for this episode, we're going to be listening to Peng Black Girls. This song came out back in 2020. It is by Eni, a Nigerian-British artist featuring Amia Brave. I believe Amia is also Nigerian as well, but she's definitely a Black British artist. I love the song. It has a vibe. The lyrics are amazing. Eni's flow is crazy. Amia's vocals are just beautiful and it just blends well. So let's go ahead and get into this. This is Peng Black Girls. Cold, dark skin, light skin, medium tones, permitting braids, got mini afros, thick lips, got hips, some of us don't, big nose contour, some of us won't, never wanna put us in the media, bro, wanna fat booty like Kardashians, wanna fat booty like my auntie got a yo, we like the blood clot, tell her reload it, I've got the camera, my girls are posing, I need some backup, then my ones are rolling, grown women things, I'm never at risk, mind my own business, I'm never in mess, who am I, I ain't bae, get a slice of the cake, want a house with a view and a new pair of shoes, keep it real from the jump, Gucci gang, little pump, little vibe, little bass, little kick, little snare, little lies, big truths, do you, they don't do you, you, they don't care, get your ass at the box and build up from there I don't have a gang with me, but I still walk with a gangster lean I rock Nikes cause we think they're clean MJ leather jacket beat it, Billy Jean MJ leather jacket cause I think I'm bad That's cool, I like it The growth, the light, the pain, the fight We love, we fight, we hurt, we cry He paid the price, you'll be alright I'm need some time away Took a little time Okay, okay, all right, okay. Mm. Any floated on that, and Amia's vocals. Away, we gonna be all right. Okay, all right, okay. Yes, we gonna be all right. Okay, <laughs> but that is Peng Black Girls by Any featuring Amia Brave. Hope you enjoyed that this week. Support the artist by streaming, buying. However you enjoy your music, go ahead and get into that one. All right, so we are ready to get into our main segment for this episode. I wanted to start us off this season, you know, getting our minds right, get into our personal development bag. (laughs) So we're going to talk all the things from affirmations to manifestation, journaling, we're going to get into it. So let's go ahead and get right into our main segment.
So welcome to another main segment. Today we are discussing all things personal growth. We're going to touch on things such as manifestations, affirmations, and journaling. Yes. So I'm really excited because our guest has, you know, both practiced, worked, created a business um, sort of within this realm. So I'm so excited to have Cheryl Sutherland on the podcast today. Cheryl is a transformational speaker and the founder of Please Notes, a for-purpose company of affirmation-filled products. Cheryl felt restless and underwhelmed at her nine-to-five, and that was what you know brought her to create in Please Notes. After spending over 1,400 hours in learning and facilitating personal development, coaching, and reigniting her inner creativity, Cheryl created a company that inspires women to step into their own power by building confidence, clarity, and creativity. All the C's. I love it. All the C's. Um, I'm one for alliteration. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, so as a woman's empowerment expert, author, and entrepreneur, Cheryl and her Please Notes company have been featured in InStyle, BlogTO, Fox LA, Huffington Post, Forbes, Fast Company, just to name a few. So by her introduction, you get the sense that I have just the right person with me on this episode to talk about this. In addition, Cheryl has also received an education and understanding about personal development through her PSI seminars, as well as completing a program in spiritual psychology at the University of Santa Monica. So Cheryl, welcome to the, welcome to the episode. Just thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks so much for having me. It's always so fun to hear people read like your bio and you're like, Oh wait, I did do all those. Yeah. I was reading it and I was like, wow, she has done all this. Like so inspirational. And um, I'm so happy to have you because like I said, when I, you know, was doing your intro, you have, been so like entrenched in this realm of personal growth and personal development and even though it's become mainstream recently I get the feeling that you've been doing this work for a really long time so I'm really excited to speak to you about this today so thank you thank you I'm excited to be here and then you know being able to dip a little bit deeper into this sort of magic and hopefully support other people in choosing to say yes and put themselves first as well for sure so let's start with your journey to entrepreneurship and specifically into this realm of personal development. Can you sort of just walk us through how you went, you know, like your intro said, you know, you're nine to five, you've made some, you know, some location changes as well to getting you to this point where you then start Please Notes. How did you sort of navigate this? I always say, and my Canadians will understand this, um, that I'm like the littlest hobo. Like I just go where I needed to go. Like maybe tomorrow (laughs) I want to settle down. But Essentially, um, like you had referenced, I had uh, done all the things that I thought I needed to do in order to be successful. And a lot of the things that people tell you you need to do in order to be successful. So um, I was 23. I had an adult job working at the bank. I also um, had a car that was paid off. I purchased my first property I was dating a guy for a pretty long time and I was all like, oh, this is what success is. And I was like, oh, this is shit. Like, this can't be what I have to go through for the rest of my life. There must be something else. And then I think that that level of understanding that there must be something more really 
um, started a chain reaction, the universe was like, oh, girl, you want more? Here you go. So within like a very short period of time, a lot of those things actually dissolved. And um, like a lot of my long-term relationships were not working anymore. Um, and I knew that I was really done working at my job, but it, it took like a hospital stay to really realize how toxic that environment was for me and, and a whole plethora of different things. And so um, during that time, the universe also delivered me someone amazing that was like, hey, yeah, remember I was talking about this like great seminar, you should come. And then at that point in my life, I'm like, what else do I have to lose? Like, I'm ready for something new. Like this, something has to change. And then um, through PSI, they had at the time, the first initial workshop was three days. And it showed me so much about myself, about the way I talk to myself, about the level of constraints and rules that I put on myself that really did not matter, that were really coming from other people that had raised me. And so um, I dived headfirst into that, really invested a bunch in myself and did the additional courses. But I think most importantly, I chose to internalize and start utilizing those tools. So a lot of people will pay like millions of dollars to go see like Tony Robbins and all these different people, but like they won't have a real change in their life because they're not taking the action. So within a short period of time, I actually ended up leaving, um, working at the bank and manifesting like an amazing job. And then um, one that allowed me to have a lot of flexibility um, I also decided, you know what, I think I want to move to California. And I ended up uh, driving down. So from the time that I decided I was going six months later, I got my visa and a new job and drove down. Um, and then just continued growing things from there, just really getting clear on what I wanted and letting good things happen. Now, during that time, it turned out that I had the opportunity to work for a couple different female owned businesses. And the thing that I noticed is I got to see a lot of the things that weren't working. And therefore, it really inspired me to take a look at like, how can I support female entrepreneurs in knowing how amazing they are, how powerful they are, how deserving they are, because it's so easy for us to forget these things. We get caught up in the day to day and we forget to give to the most important person in our lives, which is ourselves. And then so... I decided to do that for me. Um, and so Police Notes was born. I don't know if you've seen uh, Being Mary Jane, but uh, I was all like, hey, this is my idea, where I decided to surround myself with positive messaging in the form of sticky notes. And, um, and then it kind of grew from there. I ended up building additional items like my guided journals, which now come in both clarity, dream, manifestation and gratitude. And then, you know, additional little goodies, whether they be mirror decals or dual sided water bottle labels, or like these super dope affirmation cards, all these little things to really help remind you that a you're amazing and b you could do anything that you desire. Um, and then since then, uh, you know, the universe has decided to move me around again. So I left California. And now I've been in Ontario for almost, I want to say three, almost four years now, where I continue to just still do more workshops and push the envelope and do more things. Um, but coming from a space of like, what feels right to me? What is the next natural step? Um, how can I support myself? And how can I give to others? And that's basically me in a nutshell. Wow. <laughs> Um, one thing I love about your story, you know, from the the bit that I read from following you on on socials is that you really live life 
at least it, it seems this way to me, is you really live life without fear. And I think that makes you an even it makes you even more sort of qualified and experienced to talk about personal growth and development and being open to just accepting all that we are and to growth. Uh, because I feel like, you know, you've been able to, you know, get up and move and change careers and start businesses and do all these things. So, you know, I completely applaud you because it's inspiring. And that's something that's a little nerve wracking to me sometimes is I think, OK, I've gone to a certain point. Am I OK to move somewhere and have to start over again? Right. But, you know, amongst your journey and while you sort of made um, you, you sort of went on this journey, you've been growing and so on. Here on the podcast, you know, we're called the But What Do I Know podcast for a reason. And we like to explore But What Do I Know moments, right? So these are situations or times in your journey where you felt like, but what do I know about personal growth? What am I, you know, what am I doing? Maybe I shouldn't have moved to California. Maybe I should just stay in, in you know, in Canada. Um, so did you have any of those moments at any time? And how did you get over that? <laughs> Daily. No, I think um, I would have to say the first one that I can think of that's been really poignant would have been, um, I think it was my second day in California. Of course I moved down there. I had no family at the time I was living with my boss and I was like, the setup was not good. All these different things. And I actually cried because, um, I was, I, that was the first time I really felt alone and it really resonated that I was alone um, I didn't have any close friends there or anything like that. Uh, and I de definitely didn't second guess moving down uh, to California, but it was like, what am I supposed to do now? Like, how am I supposed to rebuild my life? However, with that, I think that's, that was actually the most powerful thing that I could have done because previous to that, um, I had lived a lot of my life from the space of what do I, what does other people need for me? What what do I need to do in order for them to feel good? Um, who do I need to be for them versus what is it that I want and who am I really? And so in moving away from everybody that knew me, I broke free of a lot of those shackles and was able to create a new version of me that really put me first. So that was amazing. Um, so I guess it was like a shedding of identity is the best way to say it. And then I think the second one that really popped up for me was when I knew I was supposed to be doing speaking. Like I have known this from time and um, it was probably maybe year two of please notes. And just for reference this year in October is going to be year seven. Um, wow. That's a long time. But anyway, uh, so I think by year, I think by year two, I realized I'm like, I should be speaking. Like I love speaking on stage. I love sharing in this way. Like people love when, like I love when I speak and I let imposter syndrome drive that for a lot of, um, a lot of the time and saying like, no, you can't do that. What do you know about this? Da, 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 da. Like, you don't, you haven't lived this enough. Um, and realistically it came down to the fact of, no, this is who I am. This is, um, if, if you have a chance to check it out, please check out uh, The Big Leap by Gay Hendricks. It's an amazing book. And it talks a lot about how a lot of people live in their zone of excellence, which is like, I'm really good at this, so I don't really need to do something else versus their zone of genius, which is their highest functioning place that they're in alignment, that they're really like creating the magic that they're really here to create. And speaking is in fact my zone of genius. And so um, it took me a, a a little bit longer than I wanted to really allow myself to get into it. 
And I know it's because I had told myself that I needed to accomplish certain things first, like please notes needed to be up and running and making me money before I decided to add on something else. However, it proved in so many ways that I actually made the most money in my business when I was doing speaking and then the products sold themselves. So, um, so many things. And I think the most important question, if you're coming up to that moment is like, why do I feel this way? Who has taught me that what I want is not enough or that I'm not enough for what I want, I think is the best way to put that. And then really taking the time to feel that out because more than likely, whatever is telling you no is really just lying to you. Firstly, what you said about operating in your zone of excellence versus operating in your zone of genius, because it's almost like <sighs> excellence in, that's, in the way that you sort of explained it is almost like operating where we're comfortable, where we're used to, where we're able to say, you know, like, I'm good at this. It's what I've done. I'm going to sit here instead of maybe being a, allowing ourselves to be a little stretched to get to that point that we may even surprise ourselves to what to the things that we can do. Right. So I love that you mentioned that. And I will definitely check that out. Um, and also asking ourselves questions when we come to those. But what do I know moments when you come across something and you're feeling that imposter syndrome and you're feeling like I shouldn't be here? I don't know. Who am I? But what do I know? It's asking yourself, OK, but who told me that? What is it within me that's telling me that I don't have the experience or the knowledge to actually approach this and to do it and to, to kill the damn thing? So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But um, OK, so getting into manifestation, um, I feel like the last few years, positive, positive mindset, affirmations, personal growth, they've sort of become more mainstream. Right. And so some individuals maybe who for some of us who grew up in, in either spiritual um, or religious households, we, manifestation is not a new word to us. We've been hearing, okay, you manifest things and it shall come to pass and da 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 da, right? Um, but for some people, and you know, when I have conversations with my friends, they're like, what are these manifestation babes up to? Like, you know, I want to understand, like, shit, you should have someone come talk about manifestation. Like, what's that about? So and I was like, you know what? I'm going to get Cheryl on here. But um, so can you please, you know, for the listeners, explain what, manifest what manifestation is, but more importantly, what manifestation is not? Because I think a lot of people think it's, I say something and then it's, it's just going to happen. But I think that there's a little bit more to it than that. So I'm going to give you the floor to explain. Thankfully, <laughs> there's a little bit more than that. Because otherwise, like a lot of the negative things we've said to ourselves would ruin us. Um, so I'm going to definitely start with what it's not. It's not just, hey, universe, uh, I would really love a million dollars and to marry Drake and um, to live in the south of France. Where is it? That's not what manifestation is. That's really coming from a space of lack and just saying like, you know, like thinking that if you just say something, the universe is going to snap its fingers and come to you and do the things it, like it, it's more than just words. What the universe understands is the feeling emotion, the vibration that we have behind that. And oftentimes when people say, oh, yeah, I really like this or, oh, I really want this. It's coming from the space of like, I I want it, but I don't think that I can have it. And then in addition to it, another huge part of manifestation is feeling into it, like knowing in your body center that I'm in fact 175 pounds and like, I feel good. I feel light, like, oh, my skin is great. Like, oh, I fit in all the things. Like it feels so good to have this. And also just being very present in that feeling like this is happening right now versus, you know, future tense. Another thing that is 
super important. And that's where a lot of people really got caught up in the secret is they're just like, Oh, yeah, I just have to sit here and meditate and the things are going to come to me. No, you also have to take aligned action. So I always like to work with anchor points. So let's say, for example, if you're like, you know what, let's talk about getting married to Drake, because you know what, why not, right? (laughs) We're in the six, it is what it is, right? So what does it feel like to be in this relationship? Paint that picture. How does your day go? How does it feel like to be in a relationship with someone? We all know, especially when we're single versus when we're in like a really healthy, connected, thriving relationship, that feeling, it could be like the energy in your solar plexus feels connected. You know, like you have a little like smiles to each other or you like catch eyes and you have like your secret little symbols or, you know, your secret little messages. It could be that you know, you're having a really difficult day and this person knows authentically how to take care of you. It could even be that like something difficult has happened and this person is more than willing to put everything on the line to make sure that you are taken care of. All of these different nuances, we have the opportunity to paint that picture of it. Then what you'll recognize, it's kind of like a legend in your body. Like, how does that feel? Do you feel warm? Do you feel energized? Do you feel calm? Do you feel expanded? All these different things. And you, it's going to be different for everyone, but you know what deep love feels like to you. And then taking action. What is an action I can take that allows me to feel deeper into this feeling, that allows this feeling to expand and feel a little bit better? For some people, it might be to go shopping and like to take care of themselves and give to themselves. And really cherish them the way that uh, cherish themselves the way that they want their partner to cherish themselves. It could look like you know taking yourself out to dinner. It could look as simple as just changing your bed linen so you have like a delicious sleep. There's all these different things. However, if you're not in the vibration, if you're not playing in that space of like this is what is, and I'm acting as if I'm what um, the thing that I want is then it's not going to come to you. If you're like, yeah, I want to, there's so many people and I'm going to go touch on a weight loss again. Um, there's so many people that want to change the way that their body is, whether they want to lose weight, they want to gain weight, et cetera, et cetera. However, they're either fighting their body or coming from the space of this isn't and I want it to be versus this is. So when you are at your healthy weight or when you're at that goal weight, like how are you treating your body? How often are you working out? What are you eating? What are you not eating? How much water are you drinking? How much gratitude and appreciation are you giving to your body? Like all of that is going to look different when you are in that space that you want to be at. However, we have the opportunity to start practicing that now so that we can attract it to it and then it feels natural. That's also another big point is a lot of people have these big abstract goals. And I say big only because some people like it feels big when you don't believe that you can have it. I'm just going to put that out there. But you'll have these goals and it feels like they are completely separate from you, that you cannot have that, that like if it popped up, you'd be surprised. And that's not what you want. You hear from so many world-class athletes that have, you know, practiced in their mind, like they're shooting in the gym or like, you know, racing down that ski slope and sitting at the top of that podium being like, yeah, I won gold. And then when they get it, they're just all like, yeah, you know, like it feels natural. It just makes sense. That's where you want to be when it comes to manifestation. It just makes sense for you to have the things that you want. Now, I'm going to touch quickly on um, a big portion that I feel like really affects a lot of people of color, and that's the feeling of worthiness. 
do I actually deserve to have this? And a lot of our parents, you know, love them to death, but they kind of suck when it comes to this. But like, oh, who do you think you are to have this? Or like, you haven't worked hard enough to have this or really just denigrating and like dismissing a lot of our feelings versus just celebrating us saying that we're worthy of having those things, knowing that we can have those things. Even like some people now, like I can, you know, make over uh, six figures working on the computer typing and they're like, that's not real work. Well, that doesn't really matter because this is the thing that I desired. I wanted to bring in this money. I wanted it to be easy. I wanted it to be fun. And look what I got, all of the above. So, <laughs> so that's a lot of the things that you really want to focus on is like, again, making it feel natural, sitting in this feeling place of having it and being it so you can attract it. And then also being very clear on your why, if you want something just so that you know, you'll feel a little bit more secure or, you know, you want to show off to people, it's not really going to work out for you. So thanks for coming to my TED Talk. <laughs> Honestly, a TED Talk indeed, because you were you were saying a lot of things and I was like, oh, yes, I agree with that. Mm-hmm. Amen. Mm-hmm. Preach. <laughs> but <laughs> um, and I completely agree. You know, when you said you. You have this thought, you have this thing, you have this goal. And then you have to put in the aligned work because faith that that works is dead. You, we can't just say, you know, like you said, OK, I'm going to marry Drake. Or I'm going to become a millionaire by 2030 or whatever. But if I just, you know, maybe sleep, I don't really walk in alignment and I don't set small goals that help me get to that bigger goal. I may not get there. Right. So I agree with you that it's aligned work and it's sitting in there. But I also I also want to be clear that people don't mistake this to be like a fake it till you make it sort of thing, because I, I guess I'll ask you, this is different from fake it till you make it kind of thing, right? I love faith it till you make it. And when it mm. comes to faith it till you make it, that's like you believe that it's done, right? Mm. If you're faking it, then there's still that, that disparity. There's still that space in between you and the thing that you desire versus being like, it's done. So let's say, for example... Um, this is always one of my favorite manifestations to share with people because they're like, what? So when I was living in West Hollywood, um, myself and my roommate at the time, we decided, you know what, it's time for us not to live together anymore. Cool, done, wicked. One of the favorite ways that I love to manifest things is I'll write a list and just a simple bullet point list of what it is that I want. Now, the big important thing with this list is you're writing out, okay, this is what I want, but not like, oh, but I can't have that or like, oh, that's too much or da, 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 da. And if you have that resistance, then it's not really going to work for you. And you have a little bit more work to do on worthiness and all these other things, right? Really, you're tasking it to the universe to get the things done. So it's like, let's just do it. So I wrote on this list, okay, I want to live in a place with my soulmate. I want to live in a beautifully professionally um, furnished house. I want it to have parking. I want it to be a great place to entertain people. So maybe a backyard. Um, I want it to be walkable. I want it to have like heated floors. Um, I also wanted um, it, it to be in a great area. All these different things. I think there was probably like 10 or 15 things I wrote down. And then after I wrote it, I was like, boom. Oh, and one of the big things was, I was like, I don't want to pay rent. I was like, I'm just done paying rent. I'm tired of this. I'm tired. And I put that on there and I'm like, yeah, this, this is what I want. And so I ended up, uh, after that, just calling around to a couple of people saying like, Hey, guess what? I'm looking for a new place. 
Um, I would love to move in at the beginning of next month. And this is what this looks like. And thanks. And, but I didn't say like, oh, I don't want to pay rent. Like, blah, blah, blah. Right. Because everyone would be like, what, bitch? Anyway. So um, with that, I ended up calling one of my friends that I had like just known through this through University of Santa Monica. And I was like, hey, um, just in case like, you know, of anyone I'm moving and I'm just kind of looking for a place to stay, et cetera, et cetera. And she's just like, Hey, I actually had a dream about you a couple nights ago. I think you're supposed to be my roommate. I was all like, what? And so she was like, yeah, you should come and live with me. And this isn't that I was like, yeah, but I just want to let you know, I have like a very low budget for rent, which is like zero right now. I just like, I'm kind of over it. And she's just like, yeah, no, that's no problem stay with me. And you know, like if you want, I think that what'll work best is if you just walk my dog, she had two amazing dogs and a, and a lovely cat, just walk my dog a couple times a day and then that's it. So I was actually saving her money on a dog walker and I was walking dogs that I already loved. And it's like what a half an hour, an hour a day, not even to like walk around the block. So this place was right off of Melrose Avenue and I lived across the street from one of the chain smokers. It was wa um, walking distance to my office. And it was absolutely, it was professionally furnished. I had parking and all the things. The only thing that was missing was the heated floors in the house. But other than that, I got everything. So yeah, so I say all that to say like, Everything can happen for you. As long as you have no resistance and you're excited about it, the universe will handle the thing. Amen. And so what I'm hearing from you, from what you're saying is one, creating a list is sort of a good way to you know, like to document it, to put it out there, to get it out. And I really like writing things down so that it's there. It's permanent. You can look at it every day, meditate on it, think about it. But for those who, you know, are still trying to wrap their heads or minds around, you know, I'll write it and I'll work and the universe will, will be on my side sort of thing. What what are some things that helped you get there? I I think it's just understanding that there's just so much more than what we are able to see. And there's so much more than what we actually perceive. Um, I know for myself with some of my first personal growth experiences and in, in some of those workshops, one of the things that I noticed is how my world was shaped by that negative thought, the negative voices that I had in my head, all the thoughts of Cheryl, you can't do this. Uh, you're too big to do this or black people don't ski. Like you're going to look stupid, like all this other stuff. And then only when I was able to hear that voice and really say like, Oh wow, I can't believe I used to talk to myself like that. I was able to say, no, I don't want that. This is what I want instead. And realistically it made uh, the universe a little bit more pliable. If you think about it, like if you go against the things that you think that um, are like there are solid states, then, then you're able to change your perception of what's possible. Even when um, the, one of the exercises that I did, it really allowed me to see that a lot of the times people are out there cheering for me, that they love me, that they want to support me. However, my 
the tape that plays in my head is like, you're not enough, you're an inconvenience, you're in the way, you need to be smaller, what are you doing here? And then the more often that came up, I was able to confront that and change that and choose something else to put in this place. And that ended up being one of the reasons that I'm so in love with affirmations, because it's like, this is you reprogramming, this is you choosing, this is who I am now. And the more that you repeat it, the more you feel into it, the more you allow it to again feel natural, then it's easy for you to become it. It's as if you read my mind because that was going to be my next um, that was going to be my next sort of question for you is, you know, something that does go hand in hand that is talked about when we talk about manifestations or affirmations. So I was going to ask, you know, like, how can you use affirmations to sort of help you on your manifestation journey? And um, I was also going to ask you if you had any favorite affirmations that, you know, you like to say to yourself or listen to to help you out these days. Well, um, to start off. When it comes to creating an affirmation, again, you have to make it believable. I actually have in my clarity journal, um, a lovely bit that goes over what is, um, what is an affirmation? How do you make an affirmation for yourself and all these different things and different things you can put in there. However, I love it to be, especially if you're new to this as general as possible because when it's general, you don't have that resistance against it. So if you're like, I'm a multimillionaire, your brain's like, no, bitch. And then it automatically just does not work. Versus you saying, you know what, I'm always taken care of, or, you know, things are always working out for me, or everything is always falling into place, or um, I deserve good things, and great things are always coming to me, or um, I'm choosing to treat myself with kindness, or I'm deserving of having the things that I want. Like, those general, more general statements make it easier. And then when you start seeing those things start to manifest in your life, like, oh, I said I deserve great things. And then I just got this amazing job. Like, what is this? <laughs> SpaghettiOs, you'll see it coming up. And then you'll be able to create the evidence log that the things that you were saying are in fact coming to pass, which will increase your confidence. And you'll be able to move into more specific um, affirmations, into more specific. Um, things that you want to manifest as well. And it just like, it just gets better and better. But you always have to be very conscious about how you're feeling about something when you're asking for something or like you're putting out a, um, you're putting out an affirmation. Just listen to your gut. Does this feel right? Does this make sense? Or do you feel like you're pushing it away? You feel like you're shirking a little bit and then you'll be able to figure out, know, like what works well for you. Hmm. Okay. I like that. I like, yeah, because I know. The big thing now, especially on social media, is, you know, we're circulating affirmations, we're circulating journal prompts and all that. Uh, but I like the idea of, you know, does it feel right to you? Is this what you need at this time? Because someone might be saying, oh, you know, try this affirmation. I am worthy. I am loved. But maybe I've moved past that. Maybe now I need to hear that good things come to me. You know, um, be open. The universe is working for me. You know, stuff like that. So I I completely agree. I think that it's, it's um definitely something that you need to sort of you might need particular ones at a particular time. And it's something that I'm also trying to get better at and incorporate into sort of like my morning routine now or incorporating certain affirmations. I'm getting better at like meditating and journaling once a week now, but I need to, I need to find a good affirmations app um, and your journal as well that I ordered. I can't wait for the physical copy. I just want to have it in so my hand. Yeah. Yes. Did you get some of the affirmation cards as well? No, I did not. I would okay, definitely have to check so those out. I'm going to show you these affirmation cards and I'm sorry, but like you have to, cause I'm absolutely in love with them. 
So there's 65 cards and they're super thick. They're like this soft touch, uh, et cetera, et cetera. But the thing that I um, was thinking about when it came to these cards is like, sometimes you just need to hear a message and it's not something that you make up. There's so many times where there's like, you need somebody to ask you a question in order for you to find the answer. This is like the universe is delivering you the, the verbiage or the word or the message that you need to hear that day. And then, you know, it's up to you to decide like anything extra that's attached to it. So I love pulling one first thing in the morning. If you're first getting into meditation and especially silent meditation, pulling one and then you have something to really focus on. So each of these cards have like a different image. It also has a different um, number on there and it also has a different affirmation. And it could be that there's a word that you focus on. Also, if you're like, I know I want to start journaling, but I don't know how to get started. Like, this is kind of weird. These are great for that as well. And then sometimes, you know what, just to start your day or start your week, just pulling out one and being like, yeah, I inspire others by being myself. And that's, that's what I need to hear, right? It's just so delicious. Ah! So it just makes it easier. And there's like, there's something to do with the tangibility of having something in your hand versus like an app. Same thing. That's why I encourage you to write things down, to journal things out, because again, you're connecting your super, your subconscious, and then your conscious mind together to make magic happen. Mm, I like that. I like that. I like the cards. Definitely have to check those out. And I just, I love the flow of our conversation because you mentioned <laughs> journaling and that was going to be my next sort of point is, <laughs> you know, like journaling. I'm just getting into it. Um, <laughs> When I, First time I got into journaling recently, I was like, man, is this going to be like when we were younger and we were writing in our diaries, but this is just for grownups? Like, you know, how is this supposed to work? But um, I watched your story. You know, you were sort of walking us through how to, you know, write in our gratitude journal and how to journal for clarity. And for me now, I think journaling is just a way of getting my thoughts out. It's a way of helping me to sort of um, remember keep track of and manage certain emotions. If I'm feeling something, I'm like, you know, let me write this down. And I've sort of tried to make it like an event now. So like I'll, I'll meditate, light a candle. If I'm feeling nice, get some wine and then I'll just journal and like just think and just think about how I feel. So for those who are just, you know, venturing on this personal growth journey and are thinking about journaling, um, how should they start? I don't like to use the word should because there's nothing, mm. like, there's nothing that you hard and fast rules with anything. Um, I think if anything, you I like that, it's super important for you to do something that feels good to you. Not like you're forcing yourself to do it and be easy with it. It could be that you, if you haven't been journaling, you start off with two minutes a day or five minutes a day, set an alarm, but like also like you make it an event you know, like get yourself some wine or like, you know, light some candles because realistically, this is you giving to you. Um, I'm very much like something has to have a purpose for me to be able to do it or for me to want to do it. And so I think the biggest thing that I've taken from journaling is really being able to connect to my intuition, really connect to, okay, what are the things that I really want? What is actually like um, the thing that matters for me? And then that's really allowed me to make a lot of really great decisions and key decisions in my life, just really move through with a lot of confidence. So I say all that to say there's multiple different ways that you can journal. It could be like what you're doing where you're diarizing, like this is what happened and like this is how I felt about it, et cetera, et cetera. I really love to use it as a uh, conversation with myself. Like if I know I'm like, oh, I'm really stuck on this person. 
why am I so stuck on this? And then I'll be all like, well, it's because this is this. And you'll be like, well, why is this a big issue for me? Well, it's because like, um, you know, like you haven't had a relationship like this before and like you're starting to dip into scarcity. Okay, well, what truth do I want to be? You know, just having a conversation. You could even get into clarity journaling where it's just all like, okay, what feels good to me? Like, these are my options. Let me weigh this out. What would life look like if I decided to go through path A and then through path B, right? Or again, um, I always encourage a guided journal if you're just getting started into it. And so that's why a lot of people really love my clear, um, my gratitude journal because it's structured so it's daily. Like this is the day, this is what happened, or this is my intention for the day and like great things that happened today and da da da. But it also has 100 gratitude prompts and 20 in real life activities that you can partake in as well that will really take your gratitude uh, practice to the next level. One fun thing too, and I'm just going to throw in here quickly is um, there's uh, a free download you can get off my website and it's the Abraham Hicks emotional scale. And the big thing with that is it's just for you to check in with yourself. Like, where am I right now? The higher you are on the scale, so like you're feeling joy, appreciation, empowerment, freedom, love, passion, all those things, the easier it is for the universe to give you more of the things that you want, right? So you want to just check in with yourself. How do I feel right now? Oh, I'm feeling like anger or revenge. Okay, well, this isn't where I want to be. So what am I choosing to do in order to help myself get back up there? So I actually have it printed out and I keep it right behind my uh, laptop at all times. So I know that I'm doing the most that I could do at work and really leveraging the power of the universe by staying in that space of gratitude, joy, play, empowerment, that sort of stuff. And so prioritize how you feel. Um, and that's, that's, it's, it's basically the journaling is, I'll just support you with that too. Amazing. And I love, I love that you said that, you know, um, you know, there's, not necessarily saying what should, but you know, what can they do to get started? And those are great prompts. So thank you for sharing. Um, so let's talk a little bit about please notes. Um, what has been <laughs> what has been one positive surprising thing that has just, you know, um, warmed your heart as you've, you know, sort of been navigating your business journey as well? Because you're an entrepreneur as well. So Yeah. Uh <laughs> I'm like, wow, I do a lot of things. E, now I kind of want to nap. Uh, but I think the the thing that's just so delicious is I love when people buy my product and give it to someone else. Like I've seen, like I've been doing like tabling back before the Rona. So I'll be at an event, have my table of like all my goods and be like, yeah, this is me. Like buy my journal. Woo. And um, somebody I'll give, like I have a spiel. And I'll do the spiel and then they're just like, oh my gosh, yeah, I love this. Let me get this, this and that. I'm like, yeah. And they'll turn to their friend and be like, here, I want you to have this because I believe in you and I love you and I want all the good things. I'm all like, right. I love that because it's like the fact that people choose me and my products to be a gift for somebody they care about, especially on that level, always gets me. Um, and then the second thing I guess I could say is just like the really cool people that like love my brand. So um, I don't know if you're familiar with High School Musical. Um, the black yes. girl from High School Musical, Monique Coleman, she loves the Please Notes goodies. She's one of our um, amazing, I don't even call her a rep. Like she just loves the stuff. She doesn't even take payment for anything. Um, when I first moved to Canada, I was working a lot with Julie Black and like doing some workshops with her and her team. Um, and then I was also doing some work with um, 
oh, Les Brown, I got a chance to like meet him. And he was just like, oh my God, I love this. I was like, okay, I love it. You'll love this. And he's like a big OG in the personal growth field. Also, one fun thing is like, I was doing a Kickstarter for the manifestation planners and the Gabrielle Bernstein was like, oh, like I just like DM'd her. I'm like, yeah, I just have this thing. Like I would really love if you would share it. That'd be cool. And she was like, yeah. And I was like, what? <laughs> so she shared it on her Instagram and now she follows me. I'm all like, look at God, right? Woo! So it's just honestly, it's just, and God knows I love surprises. I love surprises. Mm. I love surprises. So um, whenever I get delivered something delicious like that, it's just all like, oh, you do love me the way I like to be loved. So it's <laughs> fun. Oh, I love that. And I just, I wish you more success. Like every time I come to your page, I'm like, it's just like a burst of positive affirmations, positive energy. I feel inspired and I'm like, okay, I'm ready to take on the day. Like if Cheryl is doing this, <laughs> I can sit and type this report too. So honestly, like, Thank you for your work. And I guess before we switch segments, I'll just ask you, you know, are there any any new products or anything that you're sort of excited to share with us about Please Notes? So basically what um, has happened is over the last couple of years, I've been really drawn to do more like law of attraction stuff, manifestation stuff. And, you know, good old imposter syndrome's like, no, bitch, you can't do that. Like you're going to alienate your audience. And I'm like, yes, bitch, I can. And so I have actually redone my website. If you look at, look at it, it's much more like playful and woo-woo and purple and delicious. But then with that, I've also um, got a, like launched a new product that's more in that space as well. So brand new, I have a gorgeous manifestation planner. It's undated and it's a weekly planner to really help you boost your confidence and start leveraging the power of the universe on a day-to-day basis. Of course, you've already seen my gorgeous affirmation cards, but I've also got, of course, my guided journal. So this is actually one of my gratitude journals and the colorway is joy. It also comes in a really nice gold, uh, white with uh, rose gold. And before the manifestation planner, and then this one I'm in love with, I'm getting it for myself in the black on black because it looks so sexy. And it just feels like super, super classy and stuff. But yeah, I've also still got like the sticky notes and the mirror decals and water bottle labels. But like the manifestation planner is something that's been a long time coming. I'm excited for. Yeah, no, I'm excited to get my manifestation planner. Um, I follow the link and I've been sort of doing the online like like workbooks and prompts and reading those. But I'm excited to have it in my hand. Um, and I just want to say congrats on the Kickstarter. Thank you know, um, congrats on that was such a success. All that many people ordering the planners, they look so nice. I the one that you just showed is the one that I have. The oh, the pink cherished one. Yes. Yeah. And I can't wait. I'm excited. Um, yeah. So to many more products on please notes. You know, if you're listening and you want to check it out, you know, make sure you check out Cheryl's please notes. They're amazing products. Um, yeah. But all right, so we're going to switch up the segment just a little bit. (laughs) Yeah. So here on the What Do I Know podcast, you know, we also want to get to know different sides of our guest, you know, want to have a little bit of fun. So Cheryl, I'm going to ask you four questions and without thinking too much, just give me an answer. Okay, cool. All right. So the first is tattoos or piercings and why? Tattoos. 
Um, I tried both, love tattoos way more. I think with piercings, um, they don't have the same level of meaning. Mm. I like that. Okay. All right. Second question. What is your favorite genre of music? Oh, it's gonna, I was gonna say anything that Drake does. Because <laughs> like, it feels like he has his own genre. Like, but no, um, I feel like I love I love R&B, the new like kind of emo R&B that's coming out. I'm all like, okay, cool. But I'm not really trying to be sad right now. Um, but of course, anything like dance hall, soca, like anything I could just throw it back to, it gives me life. Mm, I was about to say, anytime I have a Caribbean person on the podcast, it's either like R&B or dance hall, soca. And then when I have an African person, they're like Afrobeats or R&B. So I can definitely see that R&B is, is, a, is a common staple. Um Okay, if you could have dinner with anyone, dead or alive, who would it be? That's hard. I was going to say Oprah, but then mm. I would actually like to have dinner with my dad. Mm. Um, okay. he, he's been, he's transitioned when I was 22, so it's been like mm. 13 years now. Right. And But the only thing is I would want the version of him that he's evolved into now versus the version of him that right. um, I had when he was here because like he wasn't <laughs> like we would not be friends. <laughs> mm. But the relationship that we have now that he's transitioned has been absolutely amazing. And I would want to hang out with that person for sure. Oh, that's amazing. That's amazing. I like that. Um, okay. Finally, name one thing that is yet to be crossed off your bucket list, if you have one. I don't really have a bucket list. I feel very fulfilled at like all times, pretty much. Like I'm like, if I die right now, like I'd be cool. That's it. Um, I I <laughs> I think what would be cool to happen? Uh, I would love to be one of Oprah's favorite things. That's one of the things that I've wanted since I've started the company. Um. Yeah, I that'd be cool. I think that'd be awesome. That would definitely be cool. And I feel like you can definitely, you will definitely Duh. manifest like, that. It just, yeah. So I'm just all like, I'm just sitting here waiting. I'm like still doing the work and be like, hey, Harpo, right? She'll show up in my dreams. I'll be all like, let's pick avocados. Um, but, you know, it's going to happen. I'm just excited for, um, in due time. I'm excited to see what way it gets delivered to me. Exactly. All right. Well, those are all the questions I have for you. Thank you so much Cheryl for being on this episode um this was so amazing to just talk with you I love your energy this is you know typically when people are like you know I'm a transformational speaker and I'm an entrepreneur and I do all these wonderful things you expect a little bit more of a dare I say rigid personality but you're so bubbly you're so relaxed and you're so fun um and I can just feel it through the screen so thank you so much for this conversation I know the listeners would definitely take so many gems away before I let you go, you know, just share with the listeners, your socials, website, all that good stuff and how they can connect with you. So you can find me everywhere on the internet. No, um, you can go to my website, which is please note. So please, as in please and thank you. Notes as in notesoflove.com. You can also find me on LinkedIn, just underneath my govy, like Cheryl Sutherland. I'm like the, probably the only black one. Yikes. Um, and then, uh, you could also find me on Instagram underneath please notes goods. Um, I would love to connect with you slide my DMS, um, and let's be best friends. Mm -hmm. Love it. Okay. Thank you so much for being on this episode. Thanks so much for having me. 
so with that we are at the end of this episode thank you all for tuning in and listening to my conversation with cheryl regarding personal growth development and faith in it till you make it (laughs) i hope you enjoyed our conversation be sure to keep the discussion going on our social platforms on twitter and instagram at bwdik podcast Share the podcast with someone you feel will enjoy and benefit from this conversation. And of course, like, subscribe, and comment on whatever platform it is that you use to listen to this podcast. All right. Well, that is all for now. As always, mind your business, drink your water, and take care of yourself. And I will talk to you all real soon. Bye for now. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.